4: Doug
1: hates candy wrappers, sweetie baby, stimpy seeds with 50 as and hot kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see
5: because Doug loves movies.
0: Hey, everybody.
2: <laughs> it's Tuesday, April 16th. 2010 it is April 6th you're right audience somebody quickly corrected me why did I say 16th oh you know why because the, the L at the end of April looks like a 1 at the beginning of 16 April 16th April 6th 2010 and I love movies that's right I'm trying to work that in better at the beginning of the show uh, we're at the UCB theater right before comedy death ray, and uh, um, I have everything written down on a tiny napkin tonight because the bigger piece of paper that I normally write all my notes on is sitting in my living room <laughs> wherever I left it because I like wrote, at the last minute I was like, I'm going to write something else down. And I was like, oh, the Vapo bag is full. I better go hit that. <laughs> <laughs> I better go grab it before it explodes. Oh, I'm done hitting this vapo bag. I better get out of here. My limousine is waiting outside. <laughs> and uh So yeah, so I left my notes in my in my living room, but I made new ones on this napkin while eating next door and uh I think this is going to work out great. <laughs> <coughs> Now, the uh, people that are here viewing this in person have noticed that I have three microphones uh, to, to the next of me. And, um, and uh, so that means three exciting guests. I, I booked them all. Well, I booked two. Well, you know, I booked them. And um, uh, but when it all came together, I couldn't think of a theme other than awesomeness. <laughs> Yeah, um, there was a line extra early tonight. I don't know why, because I did not leak this at all. But my guests tonight, please welcome Paul F. Tompkins, John Hamm, and Tom Sharpling, everybody. Here they come. A lot, of John Ham, a lot of people yell, "Yeah, John Ham!" It's kind of sort of a gay crowd tonight. This looks like a really weird panel that's uh, about to take place. Like we're all about to uh, take questions about our uh, sexual promiscuity. Tiger Woods, y'all. So um,
1: wait a minute. What? How come I'm the only one that gets this boring microphone stand?
2: Yeah, you guys we all, got exciting have little Pixar characters.
5: You guys, <laughs>
1: you guys are in the future. I'm stuck in the past.
3: I think I'm gonna sit up a little higher. Mm, a lot easier this way.
1: Yeah, you could totally move it around. If you have good or shitty posture, that microphone stand is for you.
2: Yeah, see? there you go. I'm calling it split the difference time. That's the D. <laughs> Welcome, gentlemen. That was Paul F. Tompkins' voice. You recognize him from previous uh, episodes. I go like this. Episodes. That's what he sounds like. I try to differentiate the voices of early course. on yes. uh, like they would in radio, but they do it in a much more boring way in radio. Like, they don't say things like, and John Hamm is wearing a hat.
3: I- I'm going for sort of a uh, Marlon Brando in The Wild Ones meets a Newsie. LAUGHTER
5: if he, if that I think Nuzi I kind of crushed it. Dead. If, that
2: Doozy would be dead if he met him, uh, and and Tom Sharpling oh. is here for the very first time. Yes, thank in you. The, in the history of my show, now you're the host of the of a podcast called the best damn sports show in podcasting. Yeah, me, <laughs> me, me,
4: Tom Arnold and John Sally. Were
2: <laughs> I thought Tom Arnold got kicked out of that
4: shit. I got him back
2: yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> Get him back. Um, what's what's it actually called? The best.
4: It's called the best show, show? on WFMU.
2: WFMU. There you go. That's
4: right.
2: Fans. These people. They didn't even know who the guests were going to be tonight. So I you know. really uh, you're reaching a lot of people with that. It's
4: very powerful.
2: <laughs> and how do people listen to it? On the radio usually, uh. or
4: on <laughs> podcasts also.
2: <laughs> so it's but it's uh it's syndicated. Is it is it?
4: yeah it's syndicated. Okay. It's, uh, Citadel. Okay. That's uh. It's part of the King Biscuit Flower Hour. And, uh, no, it's uh, <laughs> get, it's on WFMU, and it's uh, but you can get it as a podcast also.
2: Okay, so that's the best way to go for most of my listeners. And uh, <laughs> Paul keeps threatening to have a podcast.
1: When's it going to happen? Uh soon.
5: <laughs>
1: I can't wait. It's for what I want to do. It's a lot of work because I want to do a produced thing. It's not a. It's not just a conversational thing. So it's like. It's it's more involved. Like I thought it would be great to have a more involved thing, but then I realized uh, uh, there's things involved. It's a lot of work. Yeah, it's a lot of work.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. It's like people are like, "Thank you for doing your podcast." And I'm like, "You're welcome for me not preparing whatsoever and talking about movies for
1: a while, like I do with my friends in a bar." What you do is imp- what you do is important, Doug.
2: Yeah, and uh, but it's also I'm I'm lucky that I uh, you know I used to play poker with John Hamm over here, and. Um, He owes me so much money that no matter how successful he gets, I could still get him to come in and do my podcast. It's sad
3: sad but true.
2: I've seen that Don Draper, when he gets mad at his wife, I've seen that at a card table. He makes me feel like such a bitch. I I I just want what's best for the kids, Don. I
3: lost lost a hand to Doug once and, and then violently fingered him. (laughs)
1: He <laughs> just you know thank god it was violent if it was gentle fingering i would have been creeped out well you wouldn't have gotten the message yeah
2: but speaking of scary john ham can i just say oh here we go <laughs> no it's not that good it's oh. just very kiss ass eh, here we don't go here we don't go um <laughs> Your second stint as host on uh, SNL, I'm sure will be, yeah, will be one of many more. Um, Ham and bubbly is my favorite thing that ever happened on television. (laughs) I watched that sketch over and over again, and there's not even any ladies in it. It was just... So funny! It's uh, how did that come about? Whose idea was Ham and Bubbly? Uh, the guest musical guest is Michael Bublé. Yes. Yeah. Uh,
3: Seth Myers uh, originally wrote the uh, the first uh, sketch, the John Hams John Ham. Uh, right. S- Seth is a is a big fan of puns. Uh, also responsible for Peter Sarsgaard's Sarsgaard. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> And so uh, when they were pitching sketches, he 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 came up to me and said, "You know, we should probably revisit that." And I was sort of like, "Wow, really? There's, wait, wait, wait. There's more. There's <laughs> more. Probably. To, uh, there's more to. There's uh, more to. To there's more on John, my name. John Ham. John Ham. Probably and, uh, and he wrote it up, and it was very funny at the table, and uh, it was.
2: What it if was the musical guest had been Lady Gaga? I would have ruined it. But it was uh, it was Ham and Bubbly.
1: Yeah, because it would have been and, written the exact same way. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Why doesn't this work? But, but bubbly even used his uh play, even used his song that now is kind of a hit, like I think that helped put it out there that sketch because he was very uh, game i mean he was yeah.
3: uh, he, he hadn 't seen it uh, really up until because the musical guest doesn 't get to it until Thursday. And so he uh he hadn't really seen it uh, until uh, until we were sort of pretty far down the line, mm-hmm. already he, using he,
2: his song, yeah. without even running it by him. yeah that's sweet, yeah. but he's really great in that sketch too. I mean that's part of what makes it work is he's, he's, he's he young. seems genuinely terrified of you <laughs> <laughs> and he's a delight, he's a good singer, and that's a catchy song, so there you have it. I love it. Thanks, thanks, Doug. Hi, Let's yes. go back to you for a second. Yes! Don't, Tom Sharpling, you're not all, all out of the hot seat. I'm coming back to you. This is like flying coach. <laughs> <laughs>
4: right? It's like a weird four-seat coach. Like, it's like it's coach south- southwest minus. Southwest of podcasting. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we have a new version of coach. It's a little worse. Coach minus. <laughs> yeah, <there's laughs> there are two, there are two middle seats. We do. Coach there is
2: a song at takeoff and landing on this, on this show. So, yeah. Coach minus. <laughs> do you get a tiny bag of peanuts? Um, Paul Tompkins Lots of votes for you I don't know if you know what's going on But John Lithgow is going to supposedly appear on this show Sometime in the year 2010
1: That sounds fine He's already here
0: Doug, I love John Lithgow
1: just showed up Are you sure that isn't Brody Stevens? (laughs) This guy gets it Um, a lot of votes for Lithgow. me. Lithgow! <laughs> so,
2: I think Ham has some votes too. Uh, Tom, you've got to get in this race. Um, basically, I put it out there who do you want the other guests? I'll have another guest or two with John Lithgow. Mm-hmm. And I want it to be in the spirit of the show. I'd like to keep it, you know, comedians or friends of mine. Sure. And uh, so people are voting on a specialthing.com. Uh, on the I Love Movies thread, they're just weighing in, and you're getting a lot of votes, Paul F. Tompkins.
1: Well, that makes sense to me. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> would you, just to try to maybe get more votes, What what's something you might ask John Lithgow if given the opportunity? Oh, I would, first of all, don't murder me in a bathtub I, is what I'm going to say. I would I would hold this guy's feet to the fire about a
1: lot of things. Oh, wait a second. We don't want, no, we don't want somebody to come in and confront him about not giving hugs. <laughs>
2: I, I, think he gives a lot
1: of hugs. He did like what? a children's
2: album. Did he really? He's very friendly. When he yelled at Harry, in Harry and Harry the Andersons, it yes. was it was for his own good. Yeah. It was
1: it's people forget. He it's wanted Harry to forget. go back That's out true. into the wild where he'd be safer. <laughs> he was employing some psychiatry there. Um, no, I, I, what would I ask John Lithgow? You don't, uh, you're not. I'm not trying to put you on the spot or anything. I would say like Buckaroo Banzai. Do you like it? (laughs) (laughs) Did you understand what you were doing?
2: That seemed kind of strange in a not captivating way. I like that movie, though, actually. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. I did. But I'd say my favorite Lithgow performance might be. I mean, he kind of did that again on Dexter and kind of in some ways did it better, but I loved him as the villain in that De Palma movie, Blowout.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I thought he was fantastic in that. That was filmed in Philadelphia. Where I'm from. Oh, Philadelphia, where AIDS was invented. I believe it's 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 where AIDS was perfected. That's what I was going
2: to say!
5: Perfected!
1: (laughs) I'm sorry. God damn it, you guys are fun. We really are. So yeah, vote for me to uh, appear with John Lithgow on the uh, the I Love Movies podcast, because uh, I'm great. Tom, what would you say to uh, John Lithgow? I'm sorry, we are out of time. <laughs> can anybody call that, or yeah. does it have to be the host?
4: But he's tired of talking about Garp.
1: Anyone can move it. I'm along. not going to bring
4: up Garp at this point, because he was like a dude, like a
1: he was transvestite. Trans- he was transvestite. Yeah.
3: transvestite. He was transsexual, I believe. Wasn't he? He had
1: his uh, he had his uh, junk removed. Wasn't he from Transsexual Transylvania?
2: <laughs> yes. Am I thinking of the right film? <laughs> Let me check on Google Maps. <laughs> uh, what's What do you do? You, have you had any Tom? Have you had any involvement in the world of of film at all? I know Paul and John have been in a few films. You, I've been humiliated by people
4: who've bought scripts and <laughs> then hurt a lot by it, as they <laughs> slowly take away any kind of like excitement about creating things you know piece by piece and then the thing you just don't hear from anyone again
1: yeah you don't you don't
2: care for a process that moves slowly it's weird that it's called development with little gratification yeah, yeah they're not developing yeah. anything they're what's like the, the republicans yeah.
4: what's the opposite of development
2: oh how dare i too soon just lost, <laughs> just, lost a, soon. just lost a listener it was <laughs> like one guy going <laughs> I think he's conservative deep yeah. down.
5: Yeah. I can't
2: find like anything to Whenever I hear laugh a conservative at. possible I'm like, come on. Seriously, <laughs> give one of those up. There's <laughs> really no reason to be both. Um, all right, so what? You, uh, let's go back to John Hamm with uh, his exciting uh, hiatus from uh, Mad Men. What what movie are you doing?
1: It's an exciting hiatus. <laughs> I assume it's an
2: exciting hiatus. It might not be. It might just be shopping for
1: hats.
2: Mission accomplished. And now, uh, what are you going to do? <laughs> oh, some Scorsese picture.
3: Uh, I worked on a few films during my hiatus. I, yeah, a couple, worked, I, a couple different movies. A couple different movies. One was a, a, a film directed by Ben Affleck, uh, mm-hmm. called The Town, a a, 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 a heist film. I would have in, gotten
2: Casey to direct that if I were you, but yeah, I don't know
3: about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. Is this no, gone, gone
2: Baby Gone was that what it was called? Gone yeah. Baby Gone was, was, his, was, was his a first fantastic video. movie, underrated oh, I good. thought. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. a really good. I thought it was really good.
3: Uh, this one also takes place in Boston. Uh, it's a uh, it's a uh, crime heist kind of bank
2: so rod, you, you're still doing the accent right you haven't been able to let it go no
3: i can't let it go i'm like jeff bridges i just uh just, <laughs> <laughs> just, it's just like stuck jeff with it. bridges
2: like he just now all he makes his movies about guys that are stoned about super
3: <laughs> about super texas guys ever since yeah, yeah i'll do men as
2: goats and crazy heart those seem like they're in my range
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> movies about guys that are fucked up all the time
3: uh, uh, yeah, So, so and, uh, that sounds awesome It was super fun And we shot that in Boston And then I went and did a, a movie uh, uh, Called Sucker Punch It was Zack Snyder uh, who Oh did, god, uh, Zack Snyder 300 and uh, The Watchmen Watchmen <laughs>
2: Responsible for Gerard Butler If you ask me well. He made him look pretty awesome in 300 No one else has that lens <laughs> 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 Whatever it is he did yeah, yeah. He made him thinner, taller And more awesome <laughs> <laughs> But what's uh so what's, what's sucker punch about? I I've, I've heard a little bit about uh, very, it. It sounds it's a very, amazing. It's a
3: very strange movie. Uh it's uh it's somewhere between Alice in Wonder it's like Alice in Wonderland uh, with uh samurai swords and machine guns. It's a very So Alice in
2: Wonderland of- minus Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland. Sounds great.
3: <laughs> there you go.
2: His his movie is like it's not even in Wonderland. It's in Underland. It's like in oh come let's hang out in Shitville <laughs> instead of it, Wonderland. Is that what it's called? Yeah. The movie doesn't take place in Wonderland. Did it's they in shoot? Underland. Did they call it Shitville. Did they no. Shoot? no, 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 no. I gotta Paul. see this, small, Paul. No, Paul. Was that Sean Shitville? Was my name that I named it? Yeah, Shitville is where AIDS was perfected. <laughs> callback. Um, last week, Anthony Jesselnick and Rob Hubel kept saying "callback" after every uh, callback. He had to be their callback. Um, <laughs> So what, if, so what have you guys seen lately? Has anybody... Tom, have you been to the cinema? I'll
1: go. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <were> you... <laughs> no? No you, no, you go. Do you Paul, see something Leo. on the plane you,
4: coming oh, out here? You know, I flew out here. There was no movie on the plane. What kind of plane were you on? It was U.S. Airways. How do they get away with... Just five like, and a half hours, like, coast right? Coast to coast. Yeah, five and a half hours. Like, there was no movie and no mention of why there was no movie. <laughs> it's just like... We hope you have a magazine.
1: <laughs> Not even two and a half men they couldn't give you? <laughs> no. no. They no. can't put a num 3RS in there? <laughs> it's my favorite Numbers. plane show. Yeah. Numbers. Yeah. Oh, I love my plane stories. Yeah. I call them. Oh. Yeah.
3: Please. That is the best, best math drama
1: <laughs> on the air right now. It really is. They yeah. perfected it. <laughs> I, uh, I worked for eight years on a
4: plane uh, show.
1: So. I never saw Monk on a plane. Yeah, it was always numbers. It was always the CBS lineup. Yeah, sometimes you get an NBC lineup. Mm-hmm. So you'd,
4: you'd get a uh, mother, a how meet. <laughs> yeah, what is it? A, gonna- <laughs> a You get him-yum. a bang. Yeah. A himyum, a bang,
1: big bang, um, and then uh, two and a half, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and I saw the numbers, a few monks
2: yeah. on, the, on the airplanes over the years. Now, Monk was, was written and performed in uh, New York. Everything was done on the East Coast?
4: No, we wrote it on the East Coast. They filmed it out here.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. Because I knew you were East Coast. Yeah. I so think oh, we're talking data. about TV. Oh, you so thought so they were sad. Not, There's a TV program called Monk. <laughs> yeah. Starring a film actor named Tony Shalhoub. Yes, exactly. And all your parents in, like uh, it. <laughs> yeah, York, no, yeah. seriously. Yeah. My, f- my father yeah. passed away a year or two ago, but uh, before he went, mm-hmm. Monk was his thing.
4: Yeah. It's like,
2: he fucking could
1: not yeah. get enough of yeah. Monk.
4: It's either uh, And I'd always be like, All right dad, that's that's awesome. Mm-hmm.
1: It's either Glad you like it. <laughs> Did he have a license plate frame that said I'd rather be watching Monk? <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Yeah, it was on the end of his bed in the convalescent home.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, <laughs>
3: I think it shows that he still had spunk.
2: Yeah, the guy in the bed next to him, his said brown shoe.
4: <laughs> I don't know why.
2: Never got a chance to ask him. Mm-hmm.
4: Monk was for old people, or like weird little kids whose uh, like favorite character in Star Wars is C-3PO. <laughs> like, like, you know, like uh, Han Solo, no? Luke? Well, you're like C3PO, really? Uh, well, the show the show. He speaks, show. speaks over
0: a billion languages. You understand? <laughs> the, <laughs> the
2: critics love it, and the Emmys yeah. loved it. Oh my God, the Emmys! Did, did yeah. Tony Shalhoub wins every year? Because John Lithgow winner. finally stepped down from that third rock. Oh, that he was having. <laughs> he <does. laughs>
1: Thank you. <laughs> they give it. <laughs> this is too much.
2: <laughs> That's what I would ask John Lithgow. It's like, don't you want to just?
1: recuse yourself when they just give it to you every year? That is like, a dick move. Those people that win the Emmy year after year after year yeah. like, you can't... I think Oprah was the only person who took herself out of it, I right? think Cosby did, too. Oh! Larry I think Cosby Kent. is like, I have a PhD yeah. exactly. so I don't he need just, another Emmy. Just until he got the doctorate. Then he was like, I'm done with Emmys. I think Kett took himself out, too. <laughs> is that for real? I think
4: so.
2: Wow. No, that's just, that's just a fake Because story the show was terrible? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: exactly. He finally saw an episode. <laughs> what is the fuss about? I
1: got to check the show out.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> that I'm on.
4: <laughs> when you're making
2: movies, John, do you have time to see movies ever? Like, uh, I have, I, how question. do you squeeze good that question. in? The last, the last few movies I've seen have been on planes. Yeah, mm-hmm. so what was the last one you saw? Uh, I saw two on the
3: last, uh, on the last flight uh, I was on. Uh, nine. Ooh. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much sums it I up. I saw
2: that with my mom on Christmas Day. How'd that go? I was like, "This is the only way I would sit through this thing." It's because well, I'm with my mom well, on so Christmas good. Day.
3: And then, uh, and then I, I saw one that was I, I found surprisingly entertaining. I was telling Paul, it might have been because I was on a plane.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, that
3: helps. It was a movie called "Did You Hear About the Morgans?" No.
2: <laughs> you like that? I think it's on United I this month, so, so I think I'm going to see it entertaining. soon. I, you know, I. Can't. My co-star
3: Lizzie Moss is in it, and she was very good and very oh, okay. funny. okay.
2: And uh, and uh, Hugh Grant, charming. I have never had a problem with that guy. Charming. Never had a problem with him. Charming. Maybe he stuttered a little too much in the early going. Sure.
3: He's conquered. But that. when he's
2: about to get eaten by a bear, you can go ahead and stutter. When you're at a fucking four I wedding or a funeral, there's no reason for all that stuttering. Wow. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. They finally ramped it up so that his stuttering matched the action. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> so that's good alright so that's something for me to look forward to I saw on the plane coming back from I was in Boston where everyone but one person was lovely <laughs> shout out to, the, to everyone but that one person um, but I uh, came back on the way back I saw now I forget what it's called because I, I don't know grammar is it Orson Welles and me or me and Orson Welles me and Orson Welles, me and Orson Welles nerds <laughs> but that's a very high caliber of nerd because that movie do you know what it's about besides Orson Welles uh me no I Zach got Ef- no guesses Zac Efron yeah is you is the me in the title <laughs> he plays he plays me he plays us uh, he
1: plays the audience <laughs> he plays, all he plays right. the
2: everyman right, that is right. anyone who saw Citizen Kane right right in a drama not much comedy a drama about Orson Welles putting on a play
3: well I can see where they went with that. by Shakespeare,
2: Shakespeare. Yeah. So it's a guy doing young Orson Welles oh, yelling at everybody about Shakespeare for two hours. So it was it was the best sleep I've ever gotten on a plane. <laughs> I was out. I woke up two seconds into an Arrested Development episode, and I was so happy.
1: Yeah. Now this is what that's they should good, show on that's planes. A good, that's a good flight. It's an eclectic yeah. flight. Yeah.
2: Well, I like that's what there's like. We're going to show some wonder shows next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What?
1: Forget it, Doug. Let's forget it
2: um, Wow this thing has been sure speed, you don't speeding hear about along The movie I saw recently That's what I was going to say well, That's one last movie that we've seen lately
1: I saw in a hotel room I saw the men who stare at goats
2: That I referenced earlier Yes it was
1: terrible bad. Yeah. And I was in Canada <laughs> I was in Canada So uh, it was 14 Canadian dollars Which is 50 American dollars yeah. And it was, it was why, why did you pay that? You must have had an idea going in. It was it the lesser it? of 19 evils. <laughs> well, there was a bunch of stuff that I had seen, and then some stuff that I was like, yeah, not even was, in a hotel. It was mostly squeakles. <laughs> mostly. Um, but yeah, because uh, I had read the book, which I enjoyed greatly, the book that it was... Tom Tom loves the book under the table like a I seal. I just like
4: Paul reading. Uh, I think it was just cheering books. I'm clapping Paul reading. Hooray for books. It's fundamental.
1: I love um. books. And, uh, yeah, it was like from the moment it started. Doug it hates
2: terrible. loud talking, not reading, stupid assholes. I'm trying to work out the theme song ahead of time for I Love Books. Sounds like you're there. <laughs> But is it? Is there anything worth watching in Menesterico? No, because the reviews are so universally bad. I was like, yes. "Wow, Clooney and Bridges and
1: the, the, everybody that other got guy. it right." <laughs> because no, yeah, but I thought the same thing. It was like I like so many of these people. When McGregor is Surely always interesting, there will be...
2: always mostly.
1: That's not the same as always. <laughs> and this is but one he's of those a really times. Good
2: singer in movies. Shitty musicals. Yes, he is. Yeah. that's true. He's that's really very good. true.
1: But yeah, okay. not worth it. Not worth it. Not worth it. <laughs>
2: all right. Everybody, avoid that goat movie like you've already been doing.
5: <laughs>
2: Proceed as you were to ignoring the many stereotypes. Uh, do you guys want to play a little Leonard Malton game?
1: I know these guys do. And so do I.
2: <laughs> All right. Um, let's get some uh, contestants. Or not contestants, but people for you guys to play for. Because we've got some fantastic prizes. People for whom to play. And people who sit right over here with a bunch of beers between their legs are usually the ones that get chosen. What is your name, sir? Dan. Dan, and who would you like to play for you? Uh, Tom, John, or Paul F. Tompkins?
4: Mr. F. Tompkins.
2: Yeah. yeah, see, I had a feeling. I, I, when I saw your loose, baggy shorts, I thought... <laughs> This is a Tompkins man.
4: Classic, so, <laughs> classic Tompkins
2: man. So, what's your name again, Dan? All right, Dan. Paul, could you remember you're playing for Dan? Dan. Okay. <laughs> Nicely done. What's your name? Travis. Travis. And who would you like to play for? You, John or Tom? I'd like to ham it.
3: That, that wasn't one of the
2: one of the choices. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna ham that shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, what's your name stuck with Tom Sharpling? Juan.
5: <laughs> yes. uh-huh.
2: Juan. Okay, you get Tom, but he's a he's a wild card. We don't know how he plays. We're gonna but do who's, this. Who
3: was my guy? Hamming it. Travis. Travis. Travis.
2: Ham. Right. Juan. Tom. Dan. Paul.
1: Here we go. Uh, the man, category. Man, I'm sorry. May I ask very briefly? Do people not like that other game, which I enjoy greatly? The oh, build the a build title, title game. Yeah,
2: they do. It's a, it's it's a, oh, people. Are how, by a round of applause. People how many people love that game? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Silence. By round. Ra- <laughs> <laughs> by a round of applause. How many people hate that game? Oh, there's one. There's one. And it's Not applause. Crowd. It's not applause. There's a total. Yeah, that's right. I said hate. Down. It's opposite of love. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, that's the trouble. There's too much of a gray area. I get a lot of messages from people, I don't care for it when you, you know, and I'm like, well, as long as you don't hate it, I'm going to keep doing it. There you go. Yeah. No, <laughs> even when they the hate trigger it, word. I keep doing it. I'm here to do what I want to do. And what I want to do is play the Lynn Malton game. And we'll, we'll throw in a build a title at the end if there's time. All right. So you guys got to play fast. (laughs) Uh, The category. The category is... (laughs) Most of the guests don't help me along like you do.
1: That's awesome. It's fun. It's fun to remember things. (laughs) (laughs) Dan. I'm going to try it someday.
2: All right, here we go. Uh, The topic is, these are Ed Norton's favorite movies. What? According to Ed Norton. Uh, he was on, um, I assume none of you saw it. Recuse yourself if you saw it. He was on uh, the Rotten Tomatoes website and TV show. and they, <laughs> I know, there's both. Hmm. And um, he had to name his top five movies, and he did it. Normally I would have oh, seen Oh, he was able to do it? He was able to do it. Well, he named five movies, but we were only using four in the game because the fifth movie was The Cruise.
1: And th-
2: and there's the only person in the cruise is that guy that crazy guy that gives the tours.
1: Timothy Speed Levitch. <laughs> you fags owe each other a coke. <laughs> Some guy over here trying to start a kiss chant.
2: I know, I know, <laughs> I know. I w- I, uh, I don't. It's so funny though how gay that is. Because it shouldn't be, right? You're just two smart men saying a smart thing
1: at the same time. Yeah, but that thing was Timothy Speedlevich. <laughs> he's pretty gay. <laughs> <laughs> he is? He insisted that he was not in that film. But he's super fruity? I think he might be mistaken. I never saw the film. <laughs> I never saw it. I'm going that's, to because that film was it's worth one seeing of Ed once. Norton's five favorite It is movies. worth seeing once, but I never understood people that would want to see that more than one time. And I knew well, people that true owned most it. most
2: documentaries, isn't it?
1: Well, yeah. Once is good. <laughs> Paradise Lost, you can watch, you can that, watch that over and over again. Watch that shit all day long.
2: I like, uh, I like uh, what's it called American movie. I like that one. I can watch oh, that one God. a lot. That one's amazing. There's, a, the there's one, still hasn't Coven. come out yet. There's a documentary called uh, Winnebago Man. It's about that guy that, uh, that making that infomercial where he got mad. Where they like <laughs> they they like try to find him and then yeah. you know and then meet him and talk to him. Spoiler alert and. Uh, It's called Winnebago Man, and uh, a a guy gave me a copy of it at South by Southwest because I I guess they're still trying to get a distributor or still trying to get stuff going. (laughs) I know, but it's an amazing movie. It's really, uh, really entertaining. Well, do they need help? Is there anything we can do? We just did it. We just (laughs) seventeen hundred people just heard what I said. No, it's it's really been fun going out on the road lately. Cause like uh, this last weekend, we were in Massachusetts, Graham Elwood and I, and we were in like uh, Boston and Chicopee, Mass, and Rhode Island mm-hmm. and uh, Providence, Rhode Island. And uh, every show, there were lots of people that listen to the podcast. It's really uh, so you know for your live shows in the future, Tom Sharpling and John Ham, <laughs> uh, you should uh, mention them on podcasts. Paul, do you do any live shows? Yeah,
5: <laughs>
2: I like your thing where you get people to vote up to. A, once there's 300 people in to vote. Well, whatever they they what do they do? They bid. People join. They, they join. They join. They join a movement. They join a group of people who are going to show up if you do a show in their yes. town. Yes. And yes, when yes. you get to 300, bam, you do a show.
1: Yes. And it's what, like what's like a tea party. Yeah. It is like a tea party. It's totally like That's a tea right. party. We hate black people. <laughs> <laughs> and you want to murder Congress
2: That's right. That's right. Now listen, the tea party is only 81 percent white. <laughs> So that means it's 19% even dumber than the 81%. I'm ethnic and I'm a teabagger. What of it? All right. Okay, so um, Ed Norton's favorite movies. Uh, Let's let Tom pick a year to start with and start the bidding. Uh, Do you want one of Ed Norton's favorite movies from 1935?
4: (laughs) No, no, I don't. Uh, 1986 or
2: 1983? 86. All right, we're going 86. Mm. And um, this movie is one of Edward Norton's favorites. (laughs) Uh, Len gives it three and a half stars, so Len is a fan. And let's see what Len says about it. Uh, Is this out of five uh, or out of four? Oh, this is an original comedy satire. Comedy satire with a, a, a hyphen in between the two.
1: Oh, so it's both. both. It's one of those. It's a hybrid comedy and satire. Not yet, not yet. All and it's about it's about satires. one of
2: everybody's favorite subjects. That's what it's about. Pussy. And it's from <laughs> <laughs> It's from nineteen eighty six. And there are it stars there's four names listed. So you could start mm-hmm. the bidding with four names or jump all the way down to zero names.
4: But it's not Winnebago, man. <laughs> It is not no. man.
2: How many names do you like to start with? One. You can name it in one name? Yes. You're out of your mind. <laughs> okay, John Hamm, can you name it in less names? I can't. Yeah, so are you gonna say name that movie?
3: I would say name. Alright, Tom movie. Sharply,
2: name that movie. The one name you get is Koji Yashu y- y- Yakusho.
4: Okay.
2: Koji Yakusho
4: bob roberts
2: that is a great guess did you did you think you got into the mind of ed norton yes enough? i was
4: trying to picture ed norton in 1986 What would have well that
2: would've. was a ballsy move on your part and and welcome to the game <laughs> which is not unlike uh okay um
4: See, I just go for it in life
2: you know what I mean? You I'm you just did gonna go, go for, it. for it. You did go for it. Let me list the rest of the names and see if anyone in this room even knows what this movie is. I don't I don't think I'm not sure Ed Norton knows what this movie is. <laughs> Koji Yakusho, Nobuko, <laughs> Mayamoto, uh Tishumo <laughs> Yeah, Mazigi. Is it eat a bowl of tea? <laughs> no good guess, though. So. And the, the number one name, Ken Watanabe. Ah, oh, Ringu! <laughs> it's from 1986 and it's Japanese. It's a funny
1: original comedy about food. I'm pretty sure it's gung ho. And it's called. Papa Tabo! That's right, Tom. I heard people yelling it out, and then I mocked them on the microphone. <laughs> because they had knowledge I did not Popo. possess. Tom Popo!
2: Like, how could you ever say... I wouldn't even be able to buy a ticket to Tom po- Popo. <laughs> See, I couldn't even say it then because it's so embarrassing and weird. But it's one of Ed Norton's favorites, so now I'm going to check it out.
1: And, one uh, of his five favorite movies.
2: Yeah, John Hammond gets the five, point. Tom Popo. Five. <laughs> With The Cruise. The Cruise and Tom Popo. So now you're getting a, kind of an idea, a feel for how useless this is as a category. Yes. Yeah. I, this is, the category might as well be called Movies That Were Made. <laughs> All right, so we'll start with uh, Paul on this next one. He can Hi, pick the year. I'm Paul, uh, I'm playing for Dan. Would you like to go for uh, 1935, 1983, or 1966?
1: I would like to go for 1935.
2: <laughs> oh, good lord! Oh, here we school. go. Four stars from Mr. Malton. Classic. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Um, he He gets it he calls it a completely winning movie that was remade as the title of the remake was Fancy Pants (laughs) (laughs) that's a worthless
1: clue if someone on this panel knew what Fancy Pants was oh that's a remake of the 1935 gem Fancy Pants was a movie with Bob Hope and Lucille Ball as a matter of fact Oh, do you know what it was a remake of? No, here we go.
5: Let's see
1: if I can pull it, though I might be able to pull it. <laughs> T- try to pull it. I will, no, well, let's start the bidding. There's six names. I can name that movie in six names. Nice, Tom. That's how bidding starts. Everybody who's laughing.
5: <laughs> well,
1: five. You don't go in like Tom barter with five. somebody and say, "How about you give it to me for free?" Yeah)
2: John, Tom says five I'll say four John Hamm says four Paul Tompkins it's back to you
1: John Hamm name that film
2: oh you son wow. of a gun four names
3: four I, names I think you might be four able to do four of six
1: because I realize like the last three names are going to be the, the, the people that were in every Rickson movie at that time yeah <laughs> okay
2: 1935 mm,
3: 35
2: four stars right in my wheelhouse remake of Fancy Pants <laughs> remade as Fancy Pants <laughs> Completely winning movie. Leela Hyams oh my God, was in this movie. <laughs> Roland Young. I think I Zazu Zazu Pitts. Zazu Pitts Zazu Pitts and Charles Ruggles is your fourth name. Charles Ruggles was in everything back then.
3: Thirty-five.
1: Yeah, but Charles Ruggles is. Do I get a chance That's to a name really it? That's a really good clue. If John, if,
2: if John for, can't for name it, we can try if to I name it, but not it, to steal. We don't do it. Not that to steal.
1: I would never steal anything. <laughs>
3: so, you, were, you were going to get this by default. Because uh, you got nothing. Nothing's the 1935 precursor to Fancy Pants. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was called Pansy Fants.
2: Pancy Fants? <laughs> Fancy Fancy. How awesome would that be? they so just like. People would come if we just switch two letters. Um,
1: you haven't said I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You're incorrect. Did this movie? May I ask a question? Yes. Did this movie star Charles Lawton? Yes, it did. And was the name of this movie Ruggles of Red Gap? Yes, it is. God damn You're
2: it. in the mind of Edward Norton. You're in Ned Norton's head. I'm on your trail, Norton. Tempopo. And you get the point. You get the point either way. So really? Yeah, because you it's challenged exciting. John and he couldn't do it. So now wow. tie ball game. John has a point. Paul These are the point. affairs of men. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to re- in the drama. I don't know what that is.
3: Was that a line from Ruggles of Redgate?
2: Red Gap.
3: That's what I meant.
2: That's where Gap got the idea for that Red campaign. <laughs> All right, here we go. Since Tom is a... Uh, Down here, sad and lonely. And right next to me. Let's start with him. You want one from 83 or 66? 83. Some in the audience is very excited (laughs) that we went 83 instead of 66. They're just in the audience going, before I was born, please. I mean, not, you know what I mean? Three and a half stars. Robbed! (laughs) This is a four-star movie. (laughs) If ever there was one. About it, Leonard Maltin says, the denouement is a wow.
4: <laughs> wow.
2: I have seen this movie 17 times, and I don't know what's so wow about the denouement. <laughs> wow.
4: <laughs>
2: denouement. <laughs> okay. And uh, what I say? It was a Ed Norton favorite, three and a half stars, and there are... There's about eight names. Let's go with eight names. Tom, how many can you do it in?
4: Seven. Seven names. Mm.
1: Nice jump. Thank you. It's one less. I'll go six.
2: John says six names. Do I go now? Yeah. Yeah, you do.
1: Four names.
2: Four names. Tom Sharpling, can you do less names than four, or are you going to say Paul F. Tompkins named that movie?
4: I'm going to say, Paul F. Tompkins, name that movie.
2: I think we have a winner, and his name is Paul F. Tompkins. (laughs) I don't like to predict what's going to happen like Alex Trebek does, but I think we have a winner. 83, right? I think you can do it in one name. 83, Daniel Miles, a while. Show me you can do it in one name. Okay. Freddie de (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) I believe it's the king of comedy. That's right, the king of comedy. I knew you could do it in one name. Ed Hurley, Tony Tony Randall, <laughs>
2: and Little old Shelly Hack. I'm Ed Hurley. Shelly Hack. This is one of those movies where the bottom Shelly is not Heck. makes it easier. Like yeah. it'd be harder if I just said name a you know movie that De Niro did in 1983, King of Comedy. <laughs> wow, you are really good well, at you, this. Yeah, you got it. You got
3: him one name twice. All right.
1: So
2: so Paula's Tompkins is our winner. That means Dan wins the prizes. Is that right?
1: Yes. I was playing for Dan. I was playing for Dan. Playing for Dan. I was the proxy for Dan.
2: Dan is also a group you can donate to. It's Dads Against Nannies, (laughs) and Paul was playing for them tonight. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so you win, Dan. You win. uh, You win a copy of a motion picture starring me and Paul Tompkins called Super High Me. (laughs) Win a copy of that. Look for it at midnight on 420 on G4. Uh, So technically, it's on. It's on at four on 421. Boo. Yeah, that's what I said to them How dare Stop you <laughs> And then uh, you also win oh, a, a Two Trunk to Dweet t-shirt that are available As always at uh, DonkeyTees.com and you win a copy of My first album uh, Professional Humoridian which you can get at ASTRecords.com and thank you Very much Dan for uh, Playing and winning Thank you for winning And the other two uh, Quote unquote losers get to name uh, who, sh- who I should call a shithead Uh, You gentlemen, discuss amongst yourselves. Any plugs? Anything coming up? Any dates you're doing you'd like to talk about?
1: When does this drop, Doug?
2: Uh, This weekend sometime. So around uh, 8, 9, 10, somewhere
0: in there.
1: I'll be in uh, Dallas, Texas at the Lakewood Theater uh, Saturday uh, the 10th. And then I'll be in uh, Madison, Wisconsin. uh, Sure. May 21st. And then Seattle sometime. And then Austin, Texas, at a point. In Where are you, <laughs> That was kind of sounded like somebody. Who was that? I don't know, but not All somebody right. you want to listen to for very long. No, no, it was a good. It was just the perfect
0: length. Kind of sounded but, um, like the, the, guy, the guy that did that the old guy. Levi's ads. Yeah, that guy won't what, the, be the, uh, the Beat poet.
1: Nardine,
4: Al, Al Al Nardine, Ken Nardine.
1: Ken Nardine, Ken Nardine, Nardine that's Ken right. Nardine. The Sanka man. Yeah. What did he do? Sanka commercials. Maybe Folgers. I love Sanka. It's a good coffee. Was it Folgers? I get or it Sanka. now. Now that I'm older, I get it. Sanka? Sanka, yeah. You get Sanka. It's revealed itself to me. Yeah.
2: But what about that one where you open up the lid and it goes, fresh, fresh, fresh? That sounds too young.
1: Okay, so where wh- are you playing in Madison? Uh, I don't remember the name of the place, but it is going to be great. All right. I'm going to
2: be at the, there's a place called Comedy on State Street, Madison, where I'm going to be April 15th. Too descriptive. 15th through the 17th. I know. Why, is this, why isn't it called Comedy on State Street? There's a two-doing minimum. Uh, but yeah, it's April 15th through 17th, and I'm going to be at the Rave in uh, whatever that is in Milwaukee on 418. It's going to be a 420 matinee on that show. Will that be 418, then,
3: 1999?
0: 418. <laughs> why, why, John Hamm? It's
2: called the Rave. Oh. No, it's
0: the rave, not a rave. Bring a pacifier and get it half right. Don't bring a pacifier get it free. <laughs> All right, so then, uh... <laughs> Turn about his fair play. <laughs> I Love Movies Live. We're going to do another live road version at the Irvine Improv on April 28th, uh, 2010. I'll bring a couple of awesome guests down there with me. And uh, John Hamm, do you have any release
2: dates on those movies of yours? Or, uh, uh, the Town will be coming
3: out this fall. Sucker Punch will be coming out, uh, I think, uh, around Christmas. Award season, I like and, it. And uh, Mad Men uh, uh, season four will be coming out this summer. And D- DVDs for season three coming out next
0: month. Nice. So happy that I just got you a whole bunch of new viewers.
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> you just doubled our
2: audience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I also do love that Breaking Bad. I mean, for a network, yeah. they've got, like, two, the two best shows. What
1: about Rubicon? What's the advanced word on Rubicon? <laughs> I saw a promo. Look pretty intriguing. Who's that guy? Who's that guy? <laughs> Paul is full of voices that he can't, can't, name. can't figure out who they are. When does when Rubicon come on? <laughs> I'm going to watch Rubicon.
2: Tom Sharpling, tell us again when we can listen to your best show on WMFU. MFU, so close. thank you. MFU? Okay. Almost. FM- FMU. FMU. F-M-U. F-M-U.
4: Yes. F-M-U. Friendsoftom.com. <laughs> Just go to Friendsoftom.com.
2: Oh, okay. Is that also so it's like for alcoholics? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you so much. Let us have a round of applause for my wonderful guests. Oh, my God. My guests. They're mine. Mine. And as always, Michael Phelps is a shithead and Tiger Woods
0: is a shithead. (laughs)